Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was like so spot on. That was literally like, I just played the same recording. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to Sign Motherfucking Typically Speaking. Today, oh my gosh, my guest today, bitch, I'm motherfucking gagged. I'm gagged for the gods because <laughs> Oh, that was good. Can I get can I get another yeah. one? Can I get another click? Oh, oh that was bad. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm I'm inconsistent. <laughs> I need to do the hand to, to really <laughs> On, Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Sign Sam. Sign Sam. Today, my guest is Sam Yamin, or also known as Science Sam. She is a neuroscientist, a science communicator, and a digital media producer. And she's here to make science more accessible and empower people to participate in scientific conversations. As science Sam, Samantha has built an engaged community of people who love her unique style of empathetic and entertaining science storytelling. Welcome to the party, Miss Sam. First name science. How are you doing this morning? Thank you. Thank you. I am doing great and so happy to be here with you. How are you? I'm doing well. Oh my gosh. You know, like when I first started Instagram, you were one of the first people I followed. This was like 2019. Oh I remember when you like first came on the scene and I was like, who is she? And then we were all just like obsessed with you immediately. It's funny because like I started my whole Instagram thing as a Finsta and I had no intentions on making anything um, sciencey. My first posts and it's all archived are all drag <laughs> stuff, all drag stuff. And oh, really? Yeah, it, this used to be like a drag Finsta account. <laughs> uh, I remember when you first started, it was like we were all trying to figure out where you were, like what school you were at, because you never tagged it. <laughs> and I remember me and shout out to Jess Gosio. Uh, she was the student I supervised in the lab. We like had a theory that you were in Toronto and we were so excited. <laughs> You were in the opposite place of that. So. Um, I have this ongoing joke with my followers that I'm from, I graduated from UT, but mm-hmm. I would always mess with my followers and say, oh, UT stands for University of Toronto. Yeah. Or- <laughs> You're missing the of though. Yeah, I we know. We say you so, of T. Yeah. <laughs> so down here we say UT and then I learned like through other people's profiles and descriptions and whatnot that University of Toronto is U of T. And so it yeah. just became an ongoing joke of, oh, I'm from University of 
Tampa, Florida. I'm from <laughs> University of Taipei, University of Tokyo. There was one uh, UT in, I want to say the Middle East. I don't know exactly where. And oh. when I put my like little right. geolocation on my store, because I was like walking out of lab pretty late and I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, I'm like finally leaving lab. And then I put the, the little geolocation of that UT. And surprisingly, I got a handful of messages like, oh, my gosh, I literally <laughs> live five minutes away. And I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, there. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a liar. I'm a fake. They're exposing me. <laughs> but I remember, I remember there was like a period of time where we were like, where is he from? <laughs> where, where is, is face? Because you were secretive about it. <laughs> I remember. So pretty much y'all are playing where in the world is Carmen? What's her name? Carmen Diego? S- San Diego. No, wait. Yeah, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Isn't that oh, is that I, wrong? Did I make that? <laughs> My childhood memories are confused, so like I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen the show. Yeah, you're the- young, you're a baby. Bitch, we are the same age. What are you talking about? I'm literally No, we're not the same age. Oh. I'm older than you. I'm your elder. Show some respect. <laughs> wait, wait, nine, wait, I'm 94. This entire time, I thought we were literally the same age. Oh, you're a baby. <laughs> well, bitch, you look like a baby, too. Oh, Damn. It's that Lebanese youthful skin. Okay, where in the world is... Come and search us up. Where in the world is... Oh, no, you're right. You are yeah. right, Miss Thang. Of course. Well, you know, I've never played the game. There's there's a board game, right? I think. I think so. Honestly, I, I have very, I was like a little young for it too. And I just remember like the like leather red outfit and hat. It was pretty fierce. So I you're... also, some of my childhood memories I've kind of made up like, and then I go back and look and I'm like, oh God, where did I get this? No. I was going to say there's a study, but I'm... That's all I know. That's the my extent. I don't even. <laughs> so I'm not even going to talk about that study. But I feel like a lot of my memories are kind of like, you know, when we compare memories with the other people who experience mm-hmm. the same, you know, thing as us, and then we're like, remember when this happened? And then there's always like some some inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. There, there is a study though that that shows that our, our memories do wane over time, or slightly gets mm-hmm. distorted, and it gets more distorted with like traumatic events Mm -hmm. and especially because every time you recall you like reconsolidate so there's changes and modifications every time yes yes you know i do it a lot with uh song lyrics like lyrics from the night songs from the 90s when i go back and listen to them now i've made up the entire song like it's not correct i feel you i feel you because there's this audio on tiktok that's trending and for the longest time i was like I know the words. I got it right. But then when I Googled that video, I listened to it. I was like, oh my gosh, I got the, the lyrics wrong. And it's, um, how does it go? What slay it? what you want to slay and <laughs> let the slay. You know what audio I'm talking about? I don't. Oh my, oh my God, honey. Okay, so I thought. Is it me or is it your singing? I don't know. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm getting dragged on my own podcast. <laughs> Actually, if you don't mind, we're going to end it right now. Bye. Okay, Boop. bye. It's so nice being here. <laughs> Yo, imagine if that was actually our episode. And that was only six minutes long. That was I our actual it. episode. <laughs> when did you start doing, like, science communication? I don't know. Because 
I have like very broad definition of science communication. So I would say like, you know, when I was tutoring to make extra money during undergrad, like that was kind of early practice of science communication. That was doing outreach events on campus. I'm going to, we did this one, uh, what's it called? Brain day where we'd like go into classrooms and teach people about the brain. And we'd bring like a jello brain and be like, this is how fragile your brain is. Wear a helmet. (laughs) Yo, um, this, this reminds (laughs) me of, uh, 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 the movie with Will Smith, uh, where he plays as a, I think a Nigerian doctor. It's, uh, what's it called? Concussion. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. But <gasps> it I is know, good. I only watch non-serious movies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you just said. There's a little scene yeah. where Will Smith was trying to talk to the everyone who's listening, you might have to Google this because I'm probably spewing the wrong information. But he's like, <laughs> this doctor is like, which is Will Smith, is talking to these um higher ups in the NFL, the National mm-hmm. Football League. <laughs> Not you defining NFL. <laughs> I, I'm like, I sometimes I get them mixed up. I'm like, okay, NBA is basketball. <laughs> NFL is football. I'm gay. I'm gay. Okay. I'm gay. Oh my gosh. Stop trying to drag Hi, me. Hi, Seriously? gay. Stop trying to bash on me in the middle of Pride Month. Oh I my know. God. During this here Pride Month. This is just a hate crime right now at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, Will Smith is talking to these higher-ups in the National Football League. And he's like, your brain's like jello. And then he's like shaking it. My neuroanatomy prof told us in third year undergrad that mm. the brain is like room temperature butter. And I can never, ever forget that. It's like, just, she, she was like, you could just stick your finger. And I was like, why, <laughs> why do we need, why do we, but I guess because stick your finger in the what? Yeah. Like imagine sticking. Yeah. The brain Nissy. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would not be surprised if, oh no, don't <laughs> if people, you know, how like nowadays on TikTok, everyone is adding the word Nissy to everything that looks like a hole. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if someone took a look at the brain and called all like the little crevices, like I don't the gyrosy. I would not be <laughs> the gyrosy, the salsa seat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. Don't take me in that. Don't send it to me. And do not send me the link and make me have to open the app, download the video, and send it to me that way. <laughs> what I learned with my followers is. If you ask them to not do something, they're always going to do the opposite and they will do it. So I think with you saying that, you're going to be bombarded with messages. (laughs) No. (laughs) Of just like random holes, which is the one I see next to it. (laughs) No, please don't. (laughs) But um, going back to the... How how did we get here? (laughs) How did we... Oh, because we were talking about science communication, you... Being a tutor, I like how you're not um, like gatekeeping what science communication is because yeah, some people could be like science communication is only this. I like how you brought it up that it's science communication is everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere, everything all at once. <laughs> it could be in your family. <laughs> <laughs> it could be in your family and you don't even know it. <laughs> One every five people is, is a science community. <laughs> they could be living in your house and you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but for real (laughs) 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 but truly it is it's also like scientists speaking to each other different types of scientists speaking to each other and then there's like this whole thing we were kind of having this back and forth on twitter the other day about like it is its whole thing that's people have formal training in it is a proper scientific field oh yeah and at and, but then there's a tension because there are people like me and you with no formal training in science. You actually probably have more. Speak you have for yourself. I'm kidding. I'm really kidding. I'm really kidding. No, but that, <laughs> <laughs> like we don't have formal training in science communication, but we Excuse have Excuse me. I literally have a PhD in science communication. <laughs> you do not. I know you. <laughs> Imagine if you actually just discredited. <laughs> oh my God. The erasure. Oh no. During pride. <laughs> Once again, bashing on me me in the middle of pride. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, some people do have formal training in science communication. And I was actually surprised Mm -hmm. to hear that there are universities that offer that. And I think it's really important. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I learned was just kind of just seeing other people do it on social media platforms and just kind of like following the lead of seeing what works. Doing this thing can make um, certain topics, certain posts more engaging or it can actually start a conversation. And I'd like to say, I'd like to think that you are one of the most important, well-known, big words, (laughs) important science communicators on social media. Like, everyone knows you. That's that's very generous. And it's very honest. I don't. I think some people know me. (laughs) I try my best. How about that? Okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> you're doing a really good job. Like you're killing it, especially during like the onset of you know COVID nineteen. You, Miss Thang, have been really good at tackling misinformation. Thanks, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. And I'm like sitting on the sidelines watching your Instagram stories, your Twitter posts, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm learning. I'm what's the word where, like, you're not like actively learning osmosis. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, that's what it, that's the word <laughs> osmosis by book definition. That was osmosis. That's what it means. Look yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. Going on Instagram, tapping through stories. <laughs> this right here is science communication. We are teaching our listeners what osmosis is. Mm-hmm. It's the textbook definition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're doing all of these like posts on on Instagram, I guess like you okay i'm not trying to gas you up but i am at the same time but i'm just being truthful you really do do a good job of handling it professionally and also making it very fun and engaging and it does actually start a conversation and a discussion where you talk to your followers and if someone sends you a genuine question in your dms you will post on your story and answer it sometimes that also leads to people sending you like Mm -hmm. you know negative hateful comments And Mm -hmm. in those situations, how do you handle that? Honestly, I think at this point, I'm pretty used to it. Truly, it doesn't, (laughs) it's not sad. (laughs) It doesn't like, you know what? I'm, I'm a cancer. Okay. That's my, 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 my rising and my Mm -hmm. son. So I, I take things very deeply. It doesn't hurt me. Like as a person, if someone says like, I'm a pharma shill or whatever, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Like you don't know me. (laughs) It doesn't matter. I don't, you don't know me. Mm -hmm. So I don't care, but it hurts my soul deeply that we have all this polarization and division. So like truly the impact is it makes me sad about the world. Um, It makes me sad that like 
that's people's reaction to, Mm. because a lot of those people are coming from not all of them, yeah, but some are coming from a good place where they like truly believe that they're saving lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it sucks that we have a, a, a shared kind of goal, but we're going about it in different ways. And mm-hmm. there is a, there is a truth in science, but it's just, it makes me sad, you know? Yeah. You bring up a very good point that some of their intentions come from a good place. And mm-hmm. one thing that you do very well with your posts is that when you're engaging, like in these discussions, you're not like bashing on them like i can't believe that you believe x y and z i try not to yeah and it's it's very comforting that you genuinely care and you want to bring people in you want to bring people in yeah that's <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> i'm the only scientist in my like whole family and so a lot of my early science communication training was talking to my my parents, my family members, my sister, Mm. like my cousins and having conversations about science. And I have a lot of people in my extended family who like, you know, they are very much against the kinds of things that I talk about Mm -hmm. and don't agree. And they're like, you know, and, and I think, I mean, I love those people. I love them. They're my family. So I think I'm in that way, have that perspective where I understand where they're coming from. And I still like love and care about those people and I respect their decisions, but I also just want to be like, we can meet each other and and talk things out. And as long as you're making your decision from an informed point of view, like I'm not here to judge it because I don't have time for that. Oh, we love honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Did it ever like cause any, I don't know, like any issues in your family? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, same here. Same here. Like my, uh, all right, here's the gag. Here's the gag. So all of my cousins and I were very, oh, okay. Now we're getting into like political territory. The family teas. Yeah, literally, literally the family teas. All the teas. <laughs> <laughs> so like my cousins and I, we're all very like open-minded. We're more, I guess, liberal. Whereas our parents, our parents, uncles and aunts are more conservative. And so, you know, with the 2016, 2020 election, it was like Trump all the way for them. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gag. I know. Gagatrundra. Yo, America's not okay. I just. Yeah, literally. And that caused a slight division in our family where there was a lot of like, the young cousins against the adults and like you guys are young you don't know what you're talking about and then with the pandemic the adults at first did not trust the vaccine did not even believe in it that that created a bit of some arguments some of them were not taking the whole quarantining thing seriously and so that was frustrating like uh one of my uncles he would always just go out go out every day and then he he didn't believe in the virus at all and then once he like actually got it he was Mm. hospitalized oh i'm so sorry he like fully recovered but even when he was hospitalized our aunts and uncles still didn't believe it which was even Mm. more frustrating because it's like you see it right in front of your eyes and how do you still Mm -hmm. not believe that you know yeah that was a frustrating thing it took i'd say like about a year for uh the cousins and i to do a bit of convincing and talking to finally get our points across. It's part of like the whole Asian culture thing where they don't say sorry, but it's like, we'll give you a fruit. 
you know, <laughs> I, I don't, at that point though, you're like, I don't need an apology. Just take the damn thing. Exactly. And let's move on yeah. so we can hang out and like, exactly. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to ever like, I'm not trying to be like, told you, like, I don't, I don't need that. I'm, I would like to move on. Really? Like, that's, I, that's me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you're petty. You're like, tell me, tell me I was right. <laughs> Let me record it. I want to record it right now. Say that I was right. Say it to the camera. <laughs> Say it to the no, camera. I, I, I need it to put in my YouTube video. What kills me is people are like, you just don't want this to end because you want to profit. And I'm like, girl, I'm making nothing from this. Yeah. It is killing me. I fucking hate needle. People think I'm joke. Some people think I like talked about needle anxiety, like, you know, being dramatic just to like have something to say. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. Like ever, like it's real. It's fucking not a, a lot. I'm not being, dri- I, I toned it down for you. <laughs> I'm only willing to cry on social media so many times. Maybe no, so. this is the watered down version. Wait till yeah. you see me at my full potential. Oh my Oof. God. <laughs> you couldn't handle it. Like, it's, so, and I'm just like, no, I want to move on more than anybody. I guarantee it. Like nobody wants to move on more than me. I have a really bad needle anxiety as well. I don't know where it stemmed from, but every time I get a shot, oh. I just have to look away, look oh, away, wow. just pretend it didn't happen. That's anxiety light for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, not to be little. Not, I, it's like it's, they have to like strap you down. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even think about it now. I'm moving on. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay, okay. So, so let's, let's backtrack in time and time. I'm kind of curious about the whole PhD journey for you. When did you get your PhD? Oh my God. Um, Bitch, always... don't don't even make it seem like it was like centuries ago. She's no. like, oh my, oh, no. oh my god. Okay. In my defense, oh yeah, okay, it was April 2019, so I was just becoming free and living. Alive. Oh, really? So it has been a very long feeling time since, but yeah, I defended in April 2019, um, two days before my partner's birthday and he is very like will never let me live it down that I um <laughs> took his thunder that year <laughs> <laughs> wow April okay okay yeah how long did it take you to get your PhD um like six and a half which is like years? which is like average right average or so it's sh- shockingly yeah it's pretty it's pretty long but yeah it's not unusual in North America for it to take that long everyone listening from the UK is like I'm sorry what I'm sorry what yeah, right. <laughs> like- <laughs> little bottle of water <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah it was like six and a half years but it, it was it was good like in it was really tough in the in the last few years, I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say it wasn't, but at the end of the day, like looking back, I remember thinking like, this is so hard. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. And now I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> how did things get harder? Do you think that's common with like the whole PhD journey that generally it's the, the last couple of, I don't know, months, yeah. years that it, it's hard. Yeah. I, I would say writing your thesis and like getting to the defense is like, it's so hard. It's and and wrapping. And actually maybe the worst part is, is getting to the stage where you're like allowed to start writing. Mm -hmm. Um, You're trying to prove that you've done enough. I'll I'll tell you uh, honestly, and I'm really proud of myself for this, but my committee didn't want to let me write up. And (gasps) I sat in my last committee meeting. First of all, half of them didn't 
well, no, we had to reschedule that last meeting. Cause my PI was like, you're not ready. And I was like, fine, I'm rescheduling it for one month. Like that's it. And yeah. then no one could come to that next meeting. There were two people, my PI and one other person, mm-hmm. my PI was saying like, no, you're not ready. And I was like, I am. And I just refused to leave the room for that. But like, I wouldn't let them deliberate without me yeah. until I pled my case. I just, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll discuss that. And I'm like, no, because I know what you guys are going to say and I am ready and I'm not continuing this. Like I've done everything Whoa. I could. Yeah. You, you like, anyways. It, and then I kind of cried <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, look, like you can't hold back my life. Like I'm, I've done everything I can do. It's not my job to get this to publication and that's your job. Like I just went off and I'm very proud of that. Honestly. With your, with your programs, like, um, I guess requirements for grad, um, for defending, like you fulfilled all those requirements, right? Yeah. And I'll say like my program was on my side. Um, and like, ultimately like my PI is great. I'm not trying to bash him. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, 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 I'm so lucky to have worked in his lab, but yeah. you know, there's a tension and that's why I want people to know it's not about you if you're in mm-hmm. this position, because there is a tension. Like once you get to the end of your PhD, you're doing your best work. Yeah. You're like, you're mentoring people. Like you're a very valuable asset to the lab. They want to keep you. Yeah. Um, so like, and it's great to feel wanted. It's great to feel you know, to have some seniority and to get to help people. Like it's, it's great, but at the same time, like we need to move on with our lives if mm-hmm. that's not our true passion. So there's a tension there between the the senior student and the PI and sometimes yeah, the department. Yeah. And it's really, really fucking hard. Oh, wow. Thank you for opening up. I, <laughs> I did not I don't think know I've ever shared this. that publicly. Yeah. It was wow. really, really hard. <laughs> well, congrats. You said that only two members of your committee showed mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. I always thought that when you schedule things like that a month in advance, like why <laughs> didn't the other members show up? That annoys me. They're just over being on my committee, but I got written. Yeah. You know, I like this. This is something I love about myself. I think I'm like, I know how to get shit done and I'm very assertive. True. And it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It is something like, I'm like, you know, I did that. I went to my other committee member who couldn't come. And I was like, look, you're not going to be there. And I needed your vote. So like, are you <laughs> prepared to put in writing that yes. you support me finishing? And she, and she did. And she's a G. So like her vote meant a lot. Um, oh. And I had her ready to send another, like, I was like, I, like I did my, I, sh- I knocked on her door and I was like, Hey, I know you can't come, but like, you know, I needed you. <laughs> so, you know, Slay. I petitioned, I, I campaigned. <laughs> <laughs> I did what I had to wow. do. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are very assertive in a good way. This is kind of, I guess, kind of off topic <laughs> with like, Whenever you give these talks and presentations, you you make sure that certain mm-hmm. things are in place. And it was, it was I think I was talking to you and Naomi about like <laughs> I, I love her and I that. loved her episode with you. It was <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I think it was it was y'all that taught me to like make sure you get paid like your worth and that mm-hmm. you don't get screwed over by some mm-hmm. of these um, event organizers. And this is the side people don't know because I don't talk about this on my social media, but like, other people in the biz, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think like within our community, I'm known for like being the like bitchy coach of like, get your money. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't say bitch. Here's in a good way. <laughs> yeah. And I think, okay. So 
I think I'm very fortunate enough to be in like mm-hmm. this um like science community, but also uh be involved with like uh TikToks, uh API. Yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com/acast. That's burrow.com/acast. burrow.com/acast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A community as well, and so there's a lot of and being in that community, um, it, it's filled with a lot of like non-science people, like you know, beauty content creators and fashion yeah. and whatnot. And so I'm I'm able to get like different perspectives on the appropriate yeah. rates and stuff It's and key. yeah and so what has been like an overlying um overlying factor is that make sure you get you get paid your worth uh mm-hmm. and it, it's really it was really important for me to hear like from from different people in both groups because it's like okay that's that's what i need to do and yeah. the first time that i got i would say screwed over or i guess i got lowballed This is some tea right here. This is some tea. Well, it's not really tea, I guess. <laughs> the first sponsorship that I ever got uh, was, you know. Oh my gosh! I, yeah, I was <laughs> I was just watching a YouTube video where <laughs> sponsored. And this right here, oh, what I I'm about to say is, is not a sponsor ad or post, but for me, for me personally, work. Um, mm. I've always struggled. Watch like this is actually an ad placement but it really is not it really is i promise because <laughs> i really did struggle with acne and uh, all throughout high school and um the very beginning of college was, was like the peak of, of like acne outbreaks for me and then mm. um eventually i just started dwindling down um but i would still have you know every now and then have like a couple pimples and whatnot and reached out 
and they wanted to send me like a year supply of their products. Oh my god! And I was like, Why okay, I get skincare <laughs> shit. I want it. <laughs> well, it was kind of random. Like I don't know how they reached out to me. Uh, I maybe through they saw my TikTok and then they reached out to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They wanted me to make one video for them and post it on TikTok and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, if uh, if you make two videos, those two, or if you make one video and then cross share them, um, we'll give you a year's worth of supply and we'll pay you $200. And, no. and then at the time, I, I guess for me, at the time, I was like, oh, my gosh, if you're going to send me free stuff, like, that's good enough. But $200 is so much. Oh, my God. Yes, I'll do it. Yeah. And so I was super excited about that. And then after I hired my manager, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> when I told her, like, all of my previous um, sponsorships and whatnot, and she said, Darian, <laughs> Darian, baby. <laughs> They Maybe played no. you. They played you like a violin. Um, I was like, product do does not pay yes, the bills. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then this was like in the early. This was 2019 or so, 2020, I think. And um, after that moment, I learned. Okay, yeah, I need to like literally step my pussy game up, and I need to mm-hmm. stop doing this. I think brand sponsorship deal walked so that other deals can run because <laughs> <laughs> i learned from that moment i learned from that moment yeah. we've all had it we've all had it and same thing with like talks you know um in the very beginning mm-hmm. i used to do them for for free because i really i did not mind and it's you have to put in your time to like develop your talk and mm-hmm. so like there's nothing wrong with doing free talks to build up your portfolio and, like practice and, also it depends but, it depends on um yeah. The type of event. For sure. For sure. We're not going to charge like, you know, a group of students <laughs> doing something for like our communities. Yes. You know, but here's here's my thing. I give free talks to high schools and some uh, college like student organizations. Same. Oh, it's like, <laughs> if you don't want me asking, how often do you give talks? Oh, well, now I have um, a speaking agent. So <laughs> it really ebbs and flows depending on the time of year. Like sometimes we'll have a few a week this month. It's like two or three this month, I would say. Wow. Um, Cause June kind of dwindles down. So like it really varies. It's like the yeah. end of the school year and people, students are going on like summer break. Yeah. But the last year I've done a lot more corporate talks, which is interesting, but like there's been some fatigue with science. So people were bringing me in to talk about COVID or they were bringing me in. Now they're bringing me in to talk about anxiety, which is hilarious. Uh, well, it's not hilarious, but like, it's, <laughs> it's funny that they're like, okay, we only need you for doom and gloom. And I'm like, I could talk about fun things. We can, <laughs> we can have a good time. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we have, we have a gig as well through science as a drag. Um, I, okay. I literally, yeah. I literally, I literally have you this know. on my list of things to talk about. Cause I was like, this is fly so... you out. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. The first time that I ever saw, um, science as a drag was on your Instagram mm-hmm. story. I still have the screenshot of it actually. Cause I was like, this is so oh. interesting. This is like what I love everything in life in one event. Same. For those that don't know what Science of the Drag is, I literally have the description of my my little oh. notes because I was like, we are going to fucking talk about this because I love oh this God. and I think it's so Me important. Too. So Science is a hashtag Science is a free or oh my gosh. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> 
free the drag queens (laughs) (laughs) hashtag science is a drag is a free event where scientists challenge the cis heteronormative stereotypes of science with entertaining drag performances and interactive science presentations we are the first ever science-based drag show we were the first completely science-based drag show i'm i'm a liar i'm a liar because when i googled this there's also a uk version did you know that oh i know oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh. so we are we are it it was founded by Hmm. us in toronto by myself sean hercules uh geith malbarad and with our founding sponsor rci science so we started science as a drag Oh, we are the first ever. Ooh. <laughs> this was 2019. Um, and I will say we're very, we have very strong values of having good representation mm-hmm. and being very inclusive to all forms of drag. And that's what I'll say. <laughs> Ooh, you just reminded me of. There is some off the record tea to be spilled. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the, the podcast called Sibling Rivalry with Monet? Oh. I am a diehard fan. Okay, okay, okay. Every episode. (laughs) There's one episode where um, Monet, something she Mm -hmm. said I did not agree with, and then she actually got bashed for it on the very next episode by um, some of the fans. Was she was kind of bashing on Dragula because she didn't. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That Dragula was like, I think like proper drag, not proper drag, but like Mm -hmm. isn't considered drag. Don't quote me on it. But I was like. Why are we why are we gatekeeping what drag is? I think drag I'm in drag right now. I do drag every fucking day. I beat my face yes. for half an hour. <laughs> drag, I think in its purest form is just like self-expression. That's what it is. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And so sure. I don't think it's 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 appropriate for anyone to be like, this is drag and this is not drag. And I, I love that we've we've had drag kings, we've had burlesque performers, yes. we've had someone who she came as her true self and just did really fun rainbow makeup and danced. Um, like, so not everyone lip syncs, people just do like whatever their true version. Oh of. my gosh. I love like, that. And, and it, it, what's amazing is if you just ask people like, so what do you want to do? How do you want to perform? What's drag for you? Mm-hmm. They'll come up with all these ideas. We had someone do like a burlesque DNA extraction on stage. What? Like, yeah, That's so it. cool. Like, <laughs> We, we're just like, do we ha- like acapella perform- do whatever you want because drag should be anything as long as it's you living your truth and having fun and yeah. you know bring a little camp to it and fun. But that's what it is. That is so cool. How long is this event for? Like, um, like how many hours, minutes? Typically like one t- to three hours. Our upcoming show next week, actually, exactly one week mm. from our date of record. Maybe when this is out, it will be already happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, what I'm learning is that uh i'll record all these episodes about like a month in advance so it'll, okay, it'll... so i'll <laughs> say our our pride event <laughs> for pride month is like a i think a two-hour show with three performers plus our wow. headliner the fabulous champagne who's one of toronto's favorite drag performers oh my gosh that's so 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 cool what is the itinerary like? So like someone performs and then right after they perform, they like give a presentation on their research. 
Yeah. And it sounds really random. And sometimes it is like, sometimes it's a completely unrelated lip sync and then we'll just start talking about science. <laughs> it's, it's it like, it sounds like it doesn't make sense and it doesn't on paper, but it's just kind of fun and hilarious. No, I think, <laughs> I think that switch honestly will keep people engaged, you know? Well, yeah. The, the cadence of the event is like, you're all, and the drag performances are, uh, sorry, the science talks are really fun. Cause we, we like help them. We, I do the, the science communication training for mm-hmm. our performers. And so we're like coaching them to infuse like fun analogies. Like we have someone who this year, who's um, going to be talking about flossing because they're a yeah. dental student. And so we talked about flossing being like bottoming. Uh, like it takes time to <laughs> get used to it. Okay. <laughs> this, now for real though, for real, <laughs> this is where I end the podcast. All right. <laughs> bye. <everyone. laughs> Tell me that that's not a good analogy. <laughs> I was thinking in another direction where someone is literally doing the dance, the like the floss dance. You know what I mean? That will also happen. <laughs> um, we're going to they're going to they're going to bring like a, a boa and bring two people up and do like a sexy floss demonstration. <laughs> but those are the things that stick with you. Yeah, right? like, exactly. It's like fun. We have no rules as long as you're not being racist or ableist yeah. or homophobic on our stage. Do your thing. Damn. <laughs> when is this? It's June 14th June is our next 14th. event. And how often do y'all have these events? This is our third public event because the Panini has been sad for many, many reasons. But right Wait, before... you believe in you believe in the pandemic? You believe that whole <laughs> government propaganda? <laughs> uh, at this point, I don't want to. So yeah. <laughs> bring the delusion. <laughs> Yeah, we were we were about to expand to other cities and like go international. We had like 10 people from 10 different countries who wanted to organize local events and we were about to like, you know, really grow. And mm-hmm. then obviously that couldn't happen. So now we're kicking up, kicking things off again. Ooh. But yeah. Now, this is my question for you. What is the requirement to have like, to, I guess, start up in a new city? Do they have to like reach out to you and then do you have like an official logo and then we have to... Yeah, I think I if you're know. using our name, it'd be nice if you reach out to us. Actually, no. We're going to make a spinoff. <laughs> Science is kind of a drag. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think if you're using our name, it'd be nice if you reach out to us. Um, the only thing we ask is people like share our core values. And mm-hmm. um, like we're really, really big on on being trans inclusive mm-hmm. as a queer event and bringing disability justice and having accessibility at the heart of our events. And that's something that you carry, um, that you're very vocal about with all of your talks too. And I remember, but I think you mm-hmm. posted uh, like on your close friend's story on Instagram or something where a group, mm-hmm. you had to turn them down. They were not making the talk mm-hmm. accessible. The number of uh, the email, my email inbox is so funny. And again, like the assertiveness comes through and like, I write a sassy email for fun. Like (laughs) I I just, I wish I could remember, but there's so many examples that I don't even remember which one you're talking about or like ones where I ask if there's good representation of the community we're speaking to on our Mm -hmm. panel. And then they start like listing people like Pokemon, like catching (laughs) one of us. Like I'm like, can we not, or my favorite is when like, I'm the diversity spot on the panel and I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay girl like yeah I'm I'm Lebanese but I am white like let's (laughs) I am not your diversity person and also can you not think about it like that like true ally true ally and I think I think what you're doing is sometimes you don't um like you don't have to explicitly say it I think you know actions do speak louder than words and so 
what you're doing is like really taught me to make my talks more accessible as well. And if, I think you are definitely one of like the forefront runners of uh, how to be a good science communicator in every aspect. I will, I will, I will give that credit because I think like anything I do is derivative from someone who taught me. So I will give that credit to disability advocates in STEM, like Gabby Serrato Marks. There's a lot of people who like called me in nicely and was like, Hey, I can't follow along because you don't caption your videos. And I was like, Oh crap. Or like, Oh, you say you're trying to make science accessible, but it's literally not accessible. And I'm like, true. (laughs) You're, you're right. (laughs) Like I, I fucked up. (laughs) I love that where I think sometimes people can get very self-defensive and argue Mm -hmm. back. But I think it's important that we listen. You're right. How can I fix this? What can I do? And then bam, do it. And there's always room for improvement. There's actually no room for improvement. We're done. (laughs) We're set. perfect. (laughs) You're perfect. You're Linda Evangelista. (laughs) Have you ever met? Wait, have you ever considered inviting like, um, like, you know, a Rue girl to Science is a Drag event? We know some of the girls on Canada's Drag Race, so we could definitely, I mean, I mean, I don't know if they know me, but like we've met and we've talked and I remember those conversations, but like Tainomi Banks, um, (gasps) I love her and and look like that season did not do her justice. She is one of my favorite Toronto drag queens, like one of my favorite Canadian drag queens. She's season one, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Priyanka season. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I only follow um, online Kine. Oh I yeah, Kine's love, great. I yeah. love Kine. Wait, oh my god, why isn't Kine at our event? We fucked up. <laughs> this is a uh, this is like Ellen uh, with the what's her name Dakota Johnson. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, we're invited. invited like what? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Kine so much, and I've thought yeah. about um, bringing mm-hmm. her on to this podcast to talk to her. But girl, I even though we follow each other and we're on like we're on each other's close friend stories and whatnot, I mm-hmm. still get shy. Same. Same. That's where I'm like, that's why we don't invite people because we're like, they'll never come to our little event. But it's <laughs> like, yeah, we definitely should have at least invited. <laughs> or if or sometimes if you invite them and like if I invite someone, I don't want them to be like, <sighs> fine, I'll yeah. go. Yeah, I, I I would love to have online kind on here, but I get I get so nervous. Oh my god, make it happen! <laughs> Literally, I feel like every time these different opportunities come up, whether it's like a show or interviewing someone on a podcast, I've threw in like kind name um, a couple times for like uh, mm-hmm. bringing her on as a guest on a, a show or a podcast episode, and same thing for like shows where mm-hmm. they want like a good science communicator, and then I'm like, oh. Bitch, I know, yeah. I know this one Instagrammer. Her name is Science Sam. Oh, I thought you were gonna say kind. I was like, yeah, more drag. <laughs> here's another. Here's a thing. Like, I feel like whenever these uh, acting opportunities come, and they're always like, yeah, we're trying to find the scientist. I do try to advocate for like the right people, you know. And I don't yeah, want to just throw in do. my friend's name just because. Yeah. I see like as a two way street where it'll yeah. help the science communicator and it'll also help the show because I think the personalities will mesh. Mm-hmm. Science communicator is like a really good person. 
So, oh yeah, I texted you that one time when um. I know you're so sweet. You do it all the time. I appreciate it. Slay you, Shannon, because I think y'all are like the bomb. So fucking funny. <laughs> I and um, Naomi too. Literally tried to advocate for y'all all the time. I look up to y'all a lot, and y'all are one of the first people I followed. And I've just been following y'all's <laughs> footsteps. Seriously. Our little baby. <laughs> Our 1994 baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. <laughs> I'm a psychom baby. No, no. Not in that sense. Only in the sense of your age. You are a legend in your own right. What I learned mm-hmm. from my previous episodes is, uh, like, I think three guests ago, I had, like, a long list of questions. Because I was trying to be like, I'm going to be like the guy from Hot, Hot Ones. It's hard to stay on on track and try to tackle those questions cohesively without like trying to change the subject. So what I learned is just to have two important questions and then see where the conversation goes. And those questions were um, what made you become a science communicator and the science is a drag. Mm. And so I mean, we did it. (laughs) We we did it. We did it, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, okay i feel like sometimes when i make these like um these jokes these like i want to say political jokes but jokes involving you know some of our uh like our president and vice president do y'all do the do the rest oh of the God. world understand okay my jokes my references okay let me just let me tell america what it means america <laughs> <laughs> as Monique Hart says okay as mo says <laughs> we know all of your shit we know everything about your country Y'all know nothing about us. That is so true. That is so true. And let me just say, it's true for all of your issues too. I'm sorry. As a Canadian, I need to just say, because we get all of your news and it's so annoying. We know everything. When you have an election, we know every candidate running. Could you even name our prime minister? Could you? I'm going to play. I'm in the background. I'm going to play the Canadian national anthem anthem while you're giving this. Do it. Put the flag. No, (laughs) the flag is now a symbol. You know, your flag's like always been a little bit of a sketchy symbol. I don't know. You all know this, but we've been new. Canadian flag is now also that way because of like the freedom convoy. And so don't put the flag behind me. You can put the flag behind me. <laughs> the pride flag behind me. We know all of your stuff and you all know nothing about us. Damn, she's dragging us. Which is just wild. In college, I was literally like, as I was like choosing my classes for um, to fulfill some upper division courses, I had to fulfill my, what, what was it? some like history credit i don't even know and then i was like i could learn like u.s american history but we already learned it you know like in high school mm-hmm. and well i say mm-hmm. you know you're canadian you don't know you're not an american you're not an american <laughs> and i was like no i don't want to learn about u.s um, american history because we already learned about it i'm literally that that america the epitome of that american of mm-hmm. not knowing that <laughs> that there are countries outside of the u.s like which is mind-blowing because i thought there's only one country and i thought it's <laughs> just the u.s so i took a class in middle eastern studies and that was my people that was fun that was so interesting it was a hard class at the time yeah. i hated history now i love history the class was hard because we only had four exams and they were all like written one of them was like uh, oh my gosh i'm not gonna even gonna <laughs> I might be like, this question's hard. And then I'll say the question. And then someone might be like, that question is so easy. How did you get it wrong? Or how did I get it wrong? Yeah. For all I just dragged you all, like, I know nothing about like history or geography. Like, it's very embarrassing. So you'll probably say the question. I'll be like, oh, that is hard. Wait, what do you mean? I thought your name was Geography Sam. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god don't like I no, I can't I can't even say it because my credibility <laughs> will be shot but let me just tell you I'm not sure if I could name all of your states like I don't think I could even oh one. okay <laughs> at a very young age we had to learn a song about all 50 states and a true American a true American will know this song will know the song I'm not gonna sing it but I am. And it goes, Sing Alabama, it. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut. Okay, I'm not going to sing all of it. <laughs> not you, Vogue. So- <laughs> white girl Vogue. She's like, she's like, she's doing diffs and death drops. And she's, act the cack, 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 boom. Act the cack, 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 boom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Signed, Sam. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Do you have any advice for our listeners? Just prioritize your happiness and be happy <laughs> that's it girl amen <laughs> amen advice from a burnt out human <laughs> you know what i learned this is probably a dumb advice after watching everything everywhere all at once oh i need to see that it is so fucking good i learned that nothing matters in this world nothing nothing just be happy be nice to people and live your life as Lauren Hill said, nothing even matters. <laughs> Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill. She sings nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. I yeah. literally was just listening to that song on repeat in lab the other day. And I feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. I feel so ashamed that I had to even ask you. She sings okay. that song, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> canceled. We I'm forgive canceled. you. I know. Uh, literally, I'm canceled. You're trying to wrap up and I didn't let you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think I think this is a good wrapping point because I think at this point I just cannot have any more um episodes. This is actually the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I canceled your podcast. You canceled my podcast. You're welcome. Joe Rokin, I'm joining the club of canceled podcasts. <laughs> is he canceled? No, no, no. You can't cancel a powerful white cis man. Cancel culture is a myth. It doesn't exist. You can't cancel someone with systemic power. It just blows <laughs> my mind that he used to host Fear Factor. And I love that show so much growing up. Yeah, I used to love him. I did a project in grade 11 about DMT because he always, I mean, what like neuroscientist hasn't done a project on a psychedelic drug? I did it on DMT. It well, was he did cool. it. <laughs> Yeah, he loves DMT and he would always talk about going in sensory deprivation tanks and like doing DMT and had all these like YouTube videos where he's talking about it. And I thought he was so cool. So like, I get why people like him and I don't have anything against him besides the fact that he like platforms people. Yeah. Like, oh, and yeah. Tries oh. to absolve himself and then plays a victim and then like allows people to get harassed in trying to save lives. That's, that's yes. my beef with him. Oh my he's a God. great interviewer. He's very interesting and entertaining, but like. You can do that with facts, mama. Like, do better. Come on, mama. <laughs> Come on, mama. When you said um, the the deprivation tank, I literally just uh, thought of Eleven. Have you been watching Stranger Things? No, I can't. I only watch reality and, like, lighthearted TV. Oh, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I only watch good TV shows. And I was going to say, no, <gasps> no, no, no. I only, I, I was going to say I only watch trash TV, but I don't think Drag Race and Sex Education are trash. So I'm like, watch mostly trash. Sex education. My undergrad told me that I w- should watch Sex Education. Is it good? Is it funny? I would say it's one of the best TV shows of the current era. Better than Euphoria? I, you 
you think my sweet little heart can handle euphoria? Okay, euphoria, <laughs> euphoria is so okay. I can't handle that. The acting is phenomenal. Like it has such a strong cast. First episode, I was like, it's all right. Episode two got me in tears. Yeah, tears. I can't do that. I can't yeah. do that. But I, I like follow the memes and like read what's happening. Yeah. And I love Zendaya. She's like my number one crush. So I'm like, I know what's happening, but like, I can't watch that. I'm I happy s- for her. Never I, been happier. I started watching the show after the memes because I was like, I want to, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to fit in. I want to see what these memes mean. And uh, my boyfriend and I have been like watching it. And then I kind of like understood the plot already just by mm-hmm. like following the memes. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I kind of know. So I wouldn't say it spoiled the, the ending for me, but I think I have a deeper appreciation for the memes now because I'm like, oh my gosh, there was mm-hmm. a lot of build up to this meme. So it's good. It's the good, nuance good. you are yes. missing. Orange. Okay. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm sorry for holding you over time. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. And I really hope that you have a wonderful day. And you too, my listeners, my beautiful listeners. Alrighty. Bye, y'all. Bye. How do I? How do I dream without you? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.